As things change, other things stay the same, like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs, from small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Three zero nine two five six seven one seven nine is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Excuse me, I have a few more questions if you don't mind. I can do this all day long. Good morning. <laughs> How are you? Oh, Arnold. We're back, Jeff. We're back. I went to that old lucrative well. The fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard. Oh, yeah. But you know what sucks? Nowadays, the soundboards, like, they were going to try to make you pay for them. No. Yeah, I'm not here for it. So I found this one, but it's terrible. It's not like, you know how it used to be? It'd be a just a button you could push, like 100 buttons. Yeah. Now it's like, this free one I found is listed. You have to hit play. You have to hit play? Yeah, you just got so this one. Don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. Um, so what, yeah. What is that? I don't know. Yeah, this one's got... It, but it had all the classics. How are you? What was the next one we'd always do when we were doing this? Yes. Yeah. I'd like to ask you a bunch you, of questions. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like to ask you a bunch of questions. And I want to have them answered immediately. Where's that one? Let me see. Ooh, here we go. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. And I want to have them answered immediately. And then we went to this. Oh, where are you? There it is. Who is your daddy and what does he do? Oh, yeah. That was our sequence. Good yeah. morning. How are you? Yes. I'd like to ask you a few questions. 
and I want to have them answered immediately. Who is your daddy, and what does he do? God damn, that takes me back. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, beautiful. it's a beautiful day here in Peoria, Illinois, Jeff. Is it? It is. It's, uh... Guy, but I tell you what, I went outside and I picked up all the poop. Oh man, it's that nice that you're picking up shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because anybody, any dog owner knows when that snow falls, those turds just pile. Yeah. I mean, you can look at them all day long. You look at them and you're like, yeah, I should probably pick those up, but can't for the life of me tell you why. Because nobody, <laughs> nobody's gonna be walking out there. What happened? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, I lost you for a second. I actually hit the off of the speaker. Oh well, you know what happened last time is we uh, we we've been having a lot of technology issues and we had a couple of dropouts. If anybody's still listening to this on the last one, and I want everybody to know that I've done absolutely nothing to remedy that. <laughs> We're just gonna try it again. What I did do, Jeff, is I I'm not doing anything on the computer that's recording. I have my other computer next to it for stats and info. I got two computers going. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's, that's I thought maybe, you know, it was just bogged down. So that's the only thing I tried. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's a big step, really. It, it's not, it's it's some effort, but I have one question for you, Jeff. Hi. Good morning. I guess it's not a question. Uh, but I say good morning because you, you probably just woke up, correct? You're damn right. Good morning, Denver. What's it like yeah. in Denver? Uh, probably pretty nice today. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you yet. <laughs> How's the weather been out there? Uh, mixture of cold. Oh yeah, it's a nice forecast on my screensaver on my TV. 59. Good God. Yeah. Yep. I'm telling you, it's nice out, man. Well, fucking hey, man. Yo, like that, that's real. Yesterday it was super warm. Good, good by ass. Super, by super warm, I just mean super sunny. Like I wore my jacket, <clears throat> and you're burning up in your jacket when you're in the sun. Ooh. What do you mean, your leather, your brown leather jacket? Uh, fox leather. Okay. Um. So yeah, we we are on a bit of a uh, another time restraint, Jeff. We got two or a one p.m. Denver, two p.m. Uh, Peoria. Uh, hard network out. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, wife's got to leave, so I got to watch Buddy um, at two o'clock. Oh yeah. Okay, well, we'll keep that in mind because. Um... I think we gotta do uh, super show predictions, Eric. Oh, is that this weekend? No, it's next Thursday, though. Okay, that's yep. That's that would we would have to do it. Let me look this up. Uh, we can get to that for sure. I don't. I didn't even know it was this coming Thursday. Yeah, well, they gotta get their Saudi money. Um, here it is. Super Showdown 2020. Ooh. So we got Gold Goldberg versus uh, the Fiend Bray Wyatt in your main event. Yep, sounds about right. Yeah, 
Yeah, we'll do this later on. I'm looking at the card. It's pretty it's pretty classic of what you'd expect here. I thought there was one wacky match that I missed that they're trying to sneak on us. Well, there's a gauntlet match that they just lazily announced. Oh, um, what is that for? Is that just a... It's not a tag gauntlet, it's just a singles gauntlet, right? Yeah, it's just a singles gauntlet that they just pooped in our laps. AJ Styles, Andrade, Bobby Lashley, Eric Rowan, R-Truth, Rusev. Oh yeah, that is worthless, dude. Gauntlet match for the Tweeg Trophy. I mean, I just totally white-manned that. Let's see here. Ooh, I have, I have no idea how to pronounce that or what that is. I meant to write down the pronunciation of that uh, that city because I believe that's the city where they're in. To wake. Yeah, T U W A I Q. I think it's to wake. To wake. Like to wait upset with a T and a Q. Yeah, that's Could be wrong on that, but I thought that's how I heard the the white guys on Raw announced it. Who is on Raw now? I'm I just thinking about that. Uh, is is it just uh, Jerry the King and uh, Tom Phillips? Or is, is it, it there? Or Byron? I don't know. Is it is it Byron now? Uh, God damn it! I know there's a third guy. I want, I want to say it's Corey. No, I don't think it is. I think it's Byron. Okay. But uh. I'll I'll get in on that. Let me I'll figure that out for us. I, I was gonna say I'm I'm just there for Jerry basically. Well, I like every I was trying to remember as I was watching. I was like, who's the third guy? And I was like, oh, maybe they don't have a third guy because he was being real quiet when I was trying to listen. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, I'll figure that out. How did Raw start out this week? I'm all out of this because I just got off. Hang on. I uh. This week, Raw started out... Well, I started watching SmackDown last night. I didn't get through it. This week, Raw started out with Orton and Hardy. Oh, yeah. That was good. I mean, yeah. Uh, no, I liked I liked the way uh, um, Matt Hardy takes the RKO. It's so flat. It's as stiff as a board. Oh, like a boss? What? Like a boss. Yeah, did you see it? Did you notice it? I mean, it's like the same way he takes all those things, you know? Yeah. That's true. But yeah, he he uh, he just he lays stiff as a board, and he looks like he just destroyed his neck. Like, it's so believable. Yeah. It's like, oh, like, oh, with, that, with that brace on and everything, that, that definitely helped the stiffness. Oh, the brace was amazing. I, I, I'll, I'll forever pop at a neck brace coming into a wrestling show. Really? Oh, yeah. I love the neck brace. We gotta buy uh, one of those, man. It was a, it was like a it wasn't the average neck brace though. It was a step up. Yeah, it, it was a nice one. Let's see here. I'm trying to find who this. Oh, here we go. No. Yeah, right now, Tom Phillips, Jerry Lawler, Byron Saxton. Yeah, he's been sneaking. I don't know why I didn't hear him. I don't know. Sometimes it's hard for me to hear with stuff going on. Uh, 
but okay. Um, no, I was cool. I was cool with the intro overall. I wonder if that means Matt's gonna be gone. Like, is he? Is this their way of getting him out of there for a while? Um, I mean, he did. He's now taking two weeks of concertos. Yeah, it's not looking good. No. Uh. Now, if he wants to go night night for a while, then maybe come back with Jeff Hardy at WrestleMania. Yeah, we could do you that. Know? I'd be down, man. <laughs> So, do you care about the Randy Orton story? I kind of do, but I, I need a little something else. Like, you're slow burning me, Randy. Like, yeah. I, I like heel Randy, you know? No, I think it's going to be a good payoff. I think it's kind of cool that they're keeping Edge away. Um, I don't know. When do you think he comes back? I don't know when the next... When's, like, the next pay-per-view? Chamber? Yeah, more like eliminate that pay-per-view from my life. <laughs> eliminate, uh, eliminate the chamber from your life or eliminate the show from your life? Super show. No, the elimination chamber. Like, I don't need... To, I don't know. I don't like how many pay-per-views there are. In between the Rumble and WrestleMania, you mean? Just all year round. Oh. But, um... But, yeah. I, I, don't I know. They've really gone down this year on the pay-per-views. They went back from like 20-something to like, what was it, 19? I don't know. I see that's too much, man. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I don't know. I like a long build. I don't think you need anything between the Rumble and Mania. Maybe it's just that gap that's weird because, you know, the Rumble's all about Mania. So maybe you're right. Maybe it's just this gap that I don't need one in between because it's just like, what? Elimination Chamber? Who cares? Oh, yeah. I mean, that that middle pay-per-view always has a weird stigma to it. And <clears throat> I'm not a fan of, like, them starting WrestleMania storylines and then having a pay-per-view. Like, well, if... If I'm still champion after this pay-per-view, then you and I are going to lock horns. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't like the gap. Yeah, and, they're, they're doing that hardcore with the Becky storyline. Yeah, like, if she's still champion by WrestleMania. Well, I guess it's, it's kind of the opposite with uh, Becky's storyline because they're having a number one contenders match for her title at Elimination Chamber. Did you hear that? Oh, no. Who is it? Oh, man, I got it here somewhere. Uh, I don't know everyone in it. I know the the bottom the bottom feeders of it are oh Liz Morgan and Ruby Riot. Wait, you're talking about the Elimination Chamber match, the women's one? Yeah. 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 No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they they just lazily threw that in our lap too. Oh yeah, yeah. That was exactly. just like, oh, here it is, and they just put a little screen graphic up. Boom, Elimination Chamber match. So the main two people that you feel like are gonna win it is obviously first and foremost Shayna Baszler, followed closely by Asuka. Is uh, Alexa Bliss in it? Oh, she could be. Yeah, I can see Alexa and Nikki being the other two for sure. Because besides that, the only two I've heard are Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot, who are not getting a WrestleMania spot. I mean, maybe Ruby, but Liv Morgan definitely hasn't. Yeah, probably neither. 
Yeah. Yeah, they just threw that out in there in the middle of Raw. I think we learned about it on this this Raw, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the first I heard about it for sure. Um, what was the second segment? Second segment was uh, Flair coming out and doing a promo on Ripley. Uh, basically saying that... Uh, telling Rhea Ripley, how dare you have the entitlement to come onto my show with a foundation of the NXT that I built and challenge me like that. <laughs> One of those numbers? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, it's 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 an okay. I'm, I think it's going to be a good match, but I'm not as fired up as I should be about, actually about any of the women's division right now. Well, it's, it's a larger problem I have with... Uh, like, I like that they're bringing the NXT talent in, but it's a double-edged sword sauce. Oh, yeah. You know why? Why? Because now they're trying to put NXT on a level playing field with Raw and SmackDown when it's always been known as the developmental thing. Yeah. And the issue with that is they tried this shit with uh, a revamped ECW back in 2006. And what did it lead to? ECW's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Trash. Yeah, because they tried to put a big name in it, like Bobby Lashley back then, and a couple other names. And people just, they, they lost interest. Yeah. Like... Well- yeah, well, yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, because you still, you, ha- you have that mind state. Like, Charlotte can't lose clean to Rhea Ripley, can she? Oh, man. I mean, maybe she loses dirty, but she can't win the NXT title and be a main figure on NXT. Yeah, yeah, What are the, if you're going to have her win, what do you do then? Does she just roam the, she's still on Raw, but with the NXT title, that doesn't, or she goes to both. She'd probably go to both. That, that's that's where it gets real beefy, Eric. Yeah, but she probably would go to both. That's what you'd have to do. But then it's like, who's gonna? Who from NXT can beat Charlotte Flair? It doesn't make any sense. No, I don't even believe that Rhea can. Like I said, if she wins, it's got to be dirty, which I think yeah. I think is what's gonna happen. But I don't know who Rhea's uh, allies are. I don't think she has any, right? You tell me I don't watch NXT. I watch TakeOver, but I don't, I don't watch NXT. Okay, well, let's take a break from Raw and get a uh, let's get a little TakeOver update. How was it? Yeah. Oh, Eric, match of the night. Match of the week, really. Match of the month. <laughs> okay, I'm interested. You got my attention. <laughs> I had your curiosity, now I got your attention. <laughs> yeah. First match on the card is the match of the month. Okay. NXT North American Championship, Eric. Okay. Keith yeah. Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic. Wow. Okay, I've seen him have a match. I think I've seen him have a match before, but yeah, I could see that being good. I mean, I, I'm always a sucker for the top of the card. First match off the bat. Give me some fucking fireworks. Bring the house down. I'm a sucker for that. Oh, yeah. And these guys are not disappointed. It was 20... Over 20 minutes of goodness. And uh, Keith Lee wins? Uh, yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> Anybody's, li- like, 
I don't know if any uh, who, who do you like if people listen to this if anybody does at all. <laughs> uh, I don't think like like do we have wrestling fans that are listening, and if they are, they have to be the kind that have definitely seen it already. You know what I mean? Probably. But if there's, I mean, <laughs> if there's somebody deep diving on this. About, people forget about NXT Takeover, Eric. Oh, I forgot about it. Like, I'm not going to say spoiler alert for Raw, because you know Raw's coming every week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, maybe maybe it did warrant a spoiler alert. Basket is glory! I just feel like if, if somebody's diving this deep into wrestling pods, these motherfuckers have definitely seen it. They saw it live. They saw it, you know, when it happened. I agree. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll retract the spoiler alert, Eric. <laughs> uh... What about the Finn Balor match? Oh, Finn Balor versus Johnny Wrestling? Yeah, how was that? It was a solid match, a lot of back and forth. Could have been. It was almost the longest match on the card. Second longest match on the card, 27 minutes. Uh, it was also really good. I mean, as you expect. I was really disappointed, to be honest with you. My least favorite was the tag champions, but. Like, uh, the Finn Balor match is the third one on the card. And, uh, I mean, it, it had all the pops and whistles that you thought it would, you know? Yeah. How many matches did they have? They had six. Wow, six? Yeah. Huh. They had a North American Championship Women's Street Fight. Uh, Finn versus Johnny Wrestling, Women's Championship, Tag Team Championship, and the main title. How was uh, Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair? Also good. Uh, not great because, I mean, we, we know the outcome. Yeah. This is NXT's Elimination Chamber, basically. Yeah. So if they have something predestined with uh, Charlotte Flair, then... Guess what? You know the outcome of this match, which sucks because Bianca Belair versus Rhea Ripley. You can sell that, especially after Bianca's uh, Rumble appearance. Yeah, they're both big, big, big gals. There's some hosses. No, they still hit you with that. If if she's champion at the end of this night, bitch. Yeah, get out of here. You know what is? You know what pisses me off is the broser weights. Oh yeah, they they were. Uh... <laughs> Why is wrestling still doing that? The the mashup of names. Yeah, please stop. Like really, you need to stop. I don't know why yeah. we're still, still doing that. That's when like when you in when you're in grade school and they or like middle school and they or even college when you're at community college, Jeff, and they give you an assignment where you have to get in a group, you know, a little group project. I know all about group projects. Eric. Yeah, get yourself a little group project. So you get together in your group, and then you have to come up with a name. And somebody just, somebody's like, oh, let's see here. All right, his name's Eric, and then that's Ashley, and then that's Jared, and that's Kyle. So EA, how about EAJK? And you're just yeah. like, how about no? You or even worse than that, Eric. <laughs> let's just take it back to grade school. And uh, say, like, you and me, and then 
I don't know, just two random girls. And, like, you and I are dead set on Boom DDT. That's going to be our group name. And the girls are like, no. Yeah. We want uh, we want the fairy doll house. So, all of a sudden, it's the Boom <laughs> DDT house. Oh, yeah, the mashup. Yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah. It's that's terrible. Even worse than, like, acronyms of the name. Like, just straight mashing the name. <sighs> So Terrible. disappointing. Who's on the Who's on the writing panel where that's like you know what bros are weights, and somebody was like, "Great idea." No, why can't they have a new name? I wonder if it comes down to the talent themselves to make the name. Oh hell no, no, not in WWE world. So someone is actually going home and eating dinner and kissing their wife and or husband and or children. And saying, I came up with a fantastic name at work today. Yeah. The Broserweights. Yeah. And there's definitely people that get calls and they're like, I guess I'm Broserweights now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've heard plenty of stories of wrestlers talking about, like, when they've been assigned terrible names, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's it, it's it's all the way across the board, I'm sure. I'm, sh- I'm sure somebody's gone to to them with a name and they actually liked it and got it. But I know, like, the final decision is theirs. Like, they can make you grow your hair out or cut your hair. It's pretty wild. That is. I heard Corbin talking about that because he wanted to cut his hair forever. Oh, uh, they made him keep the <laughs> long hair as a lone wolf for a while? Yeah. Yep. Really? Yeah, he said he wanted to cut it forever and they wouldn't let him. And then uh, he f- they finally like we're gonna do like the character change and uh, he wanted he he wanted to be bald and Vince said no and then he came back and was like you're gonna be bald and Corbin was like okay <laughs> Corbin was ecstatic like it's a bad fucking time <laughs> yeah yep so somebody somebody came up with broser weights and like you said went home and hung up their coat proud for some terrible fucking name. But you know what is a good a good stable name is Imperium. Imperium? Yeah, the N- the NXT UK people like the Walter stable. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's a goofy name. I don't quite understand what it means. Feels like they're <laughs> trying to take a dip in the Undertaker pool. Well, look, I'm not smart enough to know what stuff means. I just know <laughs> if it sounds cool or not. It sounds like a band name, more if anything. Like yeah. Imperium's a metal band. I'm going to see tonight. Yeah, they would be a metal band, a bad one. Yeah, definitely bad. One that uh, doesn't have a good drummer. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Drummer is the least solid musician oh, in the Imperium Band. Which is a bad thing to have in the metal band. Yeah. Just let that drummer be hardcore and, and you're good. Anyway, Eric, you better you better get fucking used to the Broserweights because guess who's the new tag team champions? Fucking Broserweights. The fucking Broserweights. 
Matt Riddle. We haven't even announced who it is. It's Matt Riddle and Pete Dunn, for those of you who don't know. <laughs> the bro and the bruiserweight formed the broserweight. Now, I was all for Pete Dunn's style at first. I'm over it, Eric. <laughs> Stop fucking with fingers. Yeah, and they always they talk about it every time. Huh? They always talk about it. Oh yeah. Every time he does it. With his joint manipulation. Yeah. Joint manipulation. <laughs> that is a great thing. Though. That's a great way to annoy somebody. We just keep fucking with them. Keep wrestling with them. The joint manipulation. Yeah. And like. It's a step underneath the uh, the chair in the neck for me. It's on that list. It's not quite that high as the chair in the neck. Oh, like screen type things. Like it's cringeworthy. You mean? It's cringeworthy, but I'm also realizing it's not as bad as the uh, chair in the neck guillotine, and it's definitely fake because I mean he's not splitting people's fingers. Oh yeah, no, it's all work, Jeff. No one's fingers are breaking. I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's not comfortable. It's not comfortable, no. But it's kind of like when they do that. I've always wondered what they call the thing, and you might know because you were you watched a little bit of Tough Enough, didn't you? A little bit here and there. You can still watch on the network. You know, like when it's a classic move in a wrestling match towards the beginning, when you grab their wrist with both you know, both your arms on one of their wrists. And then you do a spin, and your arms go over your head, and you twist the wrist. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. This is like the beginning of chain wrestling. Yeah, what do they call that? <sighs> Irish hook? I don't know. No, I don't think so. It's a grapple and twist. God damn it, Eric. Oh, well. I like that. Yeah. 20 years past my prime. <laughs> You're tough enough, Prime. I don't know. Well, then back in the day, like when we used to do that on the SmackDown video game, you do the twist and then you uh, do like a whiplash starting from the wrist and it just rocks their core, goes up through their arm, through their shoulder, and they oh, got yeah. to stop. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like they're popping and locking. Yeah. You just whiplash the wrist. What a great yeah. move. That's what people used to do with it. Now they just twirl and they got you. The threat of it is is the only is all they're going on now. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. We got to figure out what that is. Good uh, luck. I don't know how you Google that. No. Let's see. I guess that's about it. How was the the street fight? Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox. It's good, except there's no street involved. It was super hardcore, but they stayed in the ring. Yeah. Uh, and this was, this was a great match between the two. I, I had no clue who to go for, because I don't know much about either. I saw the uh, the turn that Dakota Kai made on Tegan Knox. What the hell was that? Was that at the Rumble, or was that last year? It was in, It was at War Games. Oh, yeah, that's right, NXT War Games. Yeah, where they were in the cage, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yep. So this was a good match, and then all of a sudden, uh, 
some some lady from the Mae Young Classic that no one knew who the hell they were. It's an NXT debut for Raquel Gonzalez. Okay. Not sure, not sure of the last name, but she was in the Mae Young Classic. And she came in and blew up the spot. And it's, it's all legal, obviously. It's a street fight. But of course. Like, it didn't get a huge pop from the crowd because even the NXT marks were like, who is this and why is she involved? Like, she didn't fully... Yes. A lot of, yeah, exactly, Arnold. Thank you. <laughs> she didn't fully align herself with either person. She just came in and kicked Tegan Knox's ass and then left the scraps for Dakota to clean up. Okay. Well, that sounds like a pretty good pay-per-view, so definitely i got to go back and watch the first match. Oh, yeah. First match is where it's at. Uh, Finn Balor match is good. Rhea Ripley match is pretty good. And then the uh, the long match is Tommaso Champ versus Adam Cole. Bye-bye. Boom. That's also a good match. It's kind of a long one. Little, it's it's it gets a little indie-ish, little indie-ish. A little, yeah, a little, little bit of a spot fest. You lack discipline. They do lack a little discipline. <laughs> they lack discipline is what it is what it boils down to. I mean, not a huge spot fest. Like you know, these guys are both troopers in a marathon. It's not it's not AEW where you have an eight, eight man and everyone's just popping up. Sure, yeah. except his finishers all fucking match. Yeah, <laughs> there's, still, there's still sequence and shit to this, but I remember there's like a two minute point. I'm like, okay, they're they're getting up kind of fast right now. Did Did you know that the episode of AEW I tried to watch was in the hospital? Really? Yeah, and I'm like, it was the night before we had Buddy, and uh, we just you know sitting in the hospital room. You know, doing nothing. I'm like, oh shit, it's Wednesday. I'm like, uh, let's try to watch AEW. And of course, Samantha wasn't thrilled. <laughs> but, <laughs> but she was okay with it. So I was like, tried it and literally only got through one. It was the bash at the beach that wasn't on a beach or didn't have any beach-like features. Oh, I saw some of that and that was terrible. It's yeah. WWish. It was no, it was worse, Jeff. I think I think that's why I hate AEW because I literally watched the worst bit of programming maybe they've ever had. Cause I was like, what the fuck? But uh, uh fine, yeah, we watched it. We watched one match and I was like, Yeah, let's watch something else. Like this is yeah. terrible. No, I, I did the same thing, like the only beach reference is when they first uh, showed the set. They showed like a lifeguard with big breasts and uh, a little a beach sign or surfboard or something, you know? Yeah, and the announcers had on their, uh, um, their uh, like... God, Hawaiian shirts? Exactly. Their Hawaiian shirts. And you know what I heard uh, on another wrestling pod? What? They brought up a great point. They are like... And then the following week, they had a show in Miami, and it was, like, outside. And it's like, what? That's the batch at the beach. Wait, they were in Miami that week, and then they stayed in Miami? I thought they were on a boat for the batch at the beach. No. They were just in an arena in Miami somewhere. Oh, well, maybe it was the opposite. Maybe the next week they had it on a boat. 
Oh, so we might be talking about two different episodes here? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I saw the boat episode. Did you see the boat episode? No, I saw the Arena in Miami episode. So the Miami one was the Bash at the Beach? Yeah, the okay. official Bash. Okay, I thought the uh, I thought the boat was the Bash. I mean, maybe it was. I haven't, I haven't, I stopped following AEW. I came back to the Bash of the Beach because I saw a commercial for it during, like, basketball. I'm like... Okay, that might be that might be something to watch for for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So I made a point of recording it, and I last watched the match, and uh, it was a week where I was running behind the rest. And I'm like, fuck the rest of this man. I don't have time for these trash ass, garbage ass people. It's <laughs> true, man. I don't have enough time for good wrestling. Yeah. It's like the same. Sure. It's the same problem that uh, the XFL will eventually succumb and and die on. Is yeah. the, is the fact that we don't have enough goddamn time? We barely have enough time to squeeze in the absolute pinnacle of the sport. We don't have time for this fucking subpar version. Yeah. Plus, move out the way. It's basketball season, bitch. <laughs> Yeah. Did you uh did you give XFL any play last weekend? I did not. I had work. I I, I can't remember if there was a game on before I went in last Saturday, but if so I just said fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't give it any play either. I had it that lasted long, huh? No, I had it on <laughs> I had it on in the background at one point and uh it was like the fourth quarter with ten minutes to go, and it was like three to six, and I was like, I can't even do this. Uh, I think I saw that game, and then there was another game last week that was just a blowout, like a straight thirty to nothing yeah. game. So yeah, there, it's it's impossible, dude. It's one thing you don't really want to try. I had everybody busted their football nut already. You know. So, yeah. Um, so Jeff, we are, uh, let's see here. We are 15 minutes to the hard network out. Jesus. <laughs> so I'm assuming you have a, uh, a bulls update prepared for us. It'll be quick and brief, but yes. Okay. Well, let's wrap up raw. Um, we talked about, uh, the biggest, well, we didn't talk about the Becky story. Oh, Becky. Uh, she's wearing a leather jacket that has like all the people that all the beasts that she's slayed on patches on her arm. Did you catch this? I didn't catch the patches. No. There's like she's wearing a leather jacket and she looks fine as fuck. There's like a a Charlotte patch and a Ronda Rousey patch. So that's that's all. She's taking her character now. It's a hit list. Yeah. And then she did, like, some kind of weird thing with money, which I didn't really care for. I like that, but that's because Becky's got me by the belt. Yeah, but why doesn't... with a sack of money and just laid it out. It looked like real cash, Eric. It was real cash. It, it worked me. No, it was real cash, but why was it... Why was, it, why was Vince fronting with a bunch of ones? Like, there was... There was some blue cheese in there, don't get me wrong. There were some C-notes, but probably only, like... Just tell me it. Yeah, probably only like a, you know, a thousand dollars worth. Like you're Vince McMahon. Like let's get ten or fifteen G's and a hundred dollar bills and let's throw those around. Now we're talking. 
I was going to say, Becky was kicking it out on the outside the apron. And, like, I was thinking in my head, like, I don't know where the cameras are, but I think that cash is getting pretty close to the audience members right now. Yeah. Like, if I was an audience member, I might take a grab. Yeah, get a little reachy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was probably a thousand dollars worth of a hundreds, like ten a hundreds and a bunch of singles. So it wasn't as impressive as I wanted it to be. I mean, you're going to have your little minions run around and pick it up anyway. That's true. Yeah. Just throw some money around. Let's see it. She made it right though. She <clears throat> came out with the drug money and put, put it down. She's like, I'm paying my fine up front for all the shit that I would do to Shayna Baszler. All the damage I'm a cause. Yeah. Uh, I'm down with that, Eric. So, is that is that all we got? Or what ended up happening? Shayna uh, interrupted from the Titan Tron, because of course she's a snake, she's yellow. Oh, Doesn't want to face the man. She had some, bar- she had some terrible uh, gear on, let's be completely honest. Shayna? Yeah, did you notice? No. What, what was she wearing? It was, it was, she looked like somebody who dressed up uh, to be a biker. Biker girl or something. It was bad. It was like some bad sunglasses, a like a studded uh, leather jacket, and a ace of spades cheesy necklace. It wasn't. Awesome. It wasn't good, man. I mean, her character's not fully developed. She's just a badass bitch. I know, but like, hire like it's weird how it works. You gotta have some. Uh, you gotta have somebody on staff that's gonna say, you know what, that looks a little bit. 2000 like let's kick ass in 2020 yeah no i agree with you uh this was the first mention of the eliminated the women's elimination chamber match because uh shana just threw it in casually and she's like and when i win the elimination chamber i'm coming for you at wrestlemania and i'm like what elimination chamber what are you talking about girl <laughs> so wait, that was before they they told us about it. Yeah, huh? That's hilarious. Uh, that's the first I heard about it. And then later in the night, they interviewed Liv and Liv Morgan, and she mentioned in passing that her and Ruby were going to be in the Elimination Chamber as well. And then Oscar had a match, or Kyrie had a match. They mentioned that Oscar is going to be in the Elimination Chamber. Okay. So, that's that. So, uh, one other thing for Raw, Eric. DMAC might have just. He's trolling us now. DMAC is, Eric. Okay. Tell me about it. You know it. why? No. Because I told you last week that he, he says whenever someone says WrestleMania, he's got a point to the side. He knows, he knows about our side points. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he knows. This week he got so hyped on pointing to the sign, he led the entire arena in a sign point. And I can't count all those flabby arms, Eric. <laughs> so those those flabby arms from the audience members, they don't count because you're not anyone. Yeah, you... sorry, you're part of the WWE Universe. Your points to the sign cannot be acknowledged. No, they really can't. That's too hard. That's asking too much of you, Jeff. You gotta be inside the barriers for yep. me to count it. <laughs> you do. But DMAC, quick side point thing, DMAC led a revolution of side points on this Raw. Yeah, there was a lot. 
Because we, we were stagnant, Eric. I told you yeah. uh, going into this, we only had nine total sign points. DMAC had seven or six of them. Well, that changed. That changed, Eric, because we got a record record for this year. We got 12 side points on this Raw. Okay. Go ahead and run it down. Who, who'd we get? Charlotte Flair started off night with three. She likes first, the point. First and first since the Rumble. Oh, yeah. Then D-Mac just went crazy, and minus the thousands of points that he led with the audience, he had five of his own. Paul Heyman interrupted this promo and says, you know, I can point to this. He literally said, I can point to the side too. Gave it a point. Then later in the night, the OC yeah. decided each one of them were worthy of a point. Carl Anderson decided to double dip. Oh, boy. Dip his whole mouth in the bowl. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he got two, two points himself. So... Yes. Plus 12 points. We got a total of 21 points this year. Oh, my God. Damn, that really took a drastic turn. Oh, it's going to continue, Eric. They're just waiting to get this Saudi money out of the way, and then they'll be back to pointing like crazy. <laughs> um. Okay, so we are... We got about eight minutes. Is there any anything else from Raw? If so, then it's going to have to fall by the wayside. It's fine. That is fine. I think we've uh, we we just gotten more into raw. You know, I mean, I don't know what, what I don't even know what's going on on SmackDown. I can't ever get to it. Well, SmackDown, Eric. Um, there's not much going on on SmackDown. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, that's good. I know Goldberg was on there setting no, up. That's, some, that's last night's, yeah. Setting up some Saudi money. Um. I only got it in the first third of last night. But uh, from Valentine's Day, we got to talk about Otis and Andy. Okay. that's Yeah, that's what we need. That's about all we have time for. Just hit us with that yeah. Otis update. Otis and Andy, I mean, all that happened, really. Did you catch this or no? No. Oh, Eric. Eric, Eric. So Otis is all pumped. They're milking us. I was hoping for the classic, like, throughout the night, we're going to be checking it on a date. Maybe someone's going to be getting their, a waiter's going to get their shoes tied together or something throughout yeah. the night. Yeah. No, they spent the first hour and 15 to hour and a half just showing Mandy and Otis. Otis be, like, combing his hair. Mandy be putting on lipstick. All that type of shit. Like, we'll have, the, we'll have the date for you later on tonight. I'm like, hold the fucking fort. You're yeah. not going to have time for the date. Yeah. And finally an hour and a half in, we get to the we get to the quote unquote restaurant. Uh so Otis comes into the reception area and he's like he talks to the uh the host. He's like, Excuse me. Did you happen to see a beautiful little peach come in here? <laughs> and he knows what he saw about. He's like, Yes, yeah, she's right that way. So he, he pump fakes a couple of times because he's nervous. Then he turns the corner. But this is obviously pre-taped. This is all pre-taped, Derek. Of, of so course. We're getting, like, camera cuts and everything. Of course. As he goes to turn the corner, we get a camera cut to looking at Mandy just sitting down. And we see a hand on her shoulder. And she's like, because she's been waiting there for a while. And she's like, oh, Otis, I was wondering when you're going to show up. Camera zooms up. 
Who the fuck do you think it is, Eric? It's fucking Dolph Ziggler. Oh, hell no. Hell no, indeed. <laughs> and we got really nothing from that. But then Otis turns the corner, and next thing we know, Dolph is just sitting down in Otis's seat. That's all Otis sees. What a piece of you shit. Think Mandy set him up dirty. What a he piece of shit. He flowers and hightails the fuck on out of there. Heartbroken. Oh my god. Heartbroken. What a, what a piece of shit. What a piece of shit Dolph is. I didn't even know, <laughs> I didn't even know they had a thing. If you watch backstage this week, I know you can't, but Mark Henry is on backstage and he got, like, he, I don't know if he's just really selling kayfabe or what, but he was like, like, he was shaking with anger. He's like, Dolph Ziggler is a piece of trash. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, holy shit, Mark Henry. Yeah. Like, he's, Mark he's Henry was absolutely furious. Like, as a fellow big man, I know this feeling all too well. You get left at the altar for someone with better physique than you. Like, Mark, Mark he was talking from the heart, dude. This is amazing. I'm going yeah. to have to locate this interview. Oh, I'm going to go back and watch it after this. Because it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's a, that's, that's a kayfabe boss right there. Hit him up, hit him up, break his neck, break his neck. That is awesome. Yeah. Uh, we only have four minutes, Jeff, so we have to get to that update. Oh, yeah. Um, are you ready? Oh, yeah, I'm ready, buddy. And now it's time for Jeff's 30-second Chicago Bulls update. I saw like all the highlights, but no. You saw the highlights, but no. Yeah, I saw. I, I saw. Put up an okay number, a pretty uh, the best non uh, advancing number in the three point contest. Three point contest this year, they added two new balls called Dew Balls, Mountain Dew, sponsored okay. by Mountain Dew, of course. Long balls. Thirty, yeah, long balls, thirty feet out that count for three. As opposed to the one or two that you get from the normal racks. Yep. So that really fucks up the scores. The winner of the three-point contest, Buddy Heald, hit all four of his Mountain Dew balls that he shot. Wonder why he won. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, Zach Levine did not his Mountain Dew balls, but started off hot. And he finished fourth place in the first round, which is the highest number that you can get without advancing. He made 23. Third, second, and first had 27, 27, 28 in the first round, thanks to the Mountain Dew Balls. So that was Chicago's representation. But it didn't stop, man, because Common put on the best on Sunday. Common, the rapper, producer, doing whatever he does nowadays, he put on the best in-game performance ever. This tops Prince at the Super Bowl. He's... <laughs> What, what song did he perform? So he had like, the, so, some gal, Chicago artist, had like this very emotional Kobe tribute, like a beautiful uh, vocal rendition of some song he didn't know. Then Kobe, uh, then Common came out with like, uh, 
basically it's like a, 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 a visual and audio thing. Like he was rapping. It wasn't any songs or nothing. He was just rhyming about like this kid growing up in Chicago and it ended up being about like Dwayne Wade. But there's this little kid on stage with him like miming out all the shit. Yeah. Like. That sounds, that sounds, that sounds awesome actually. It went from that flawlessly into uh, the team introductions. The team introductions, uh, he had like his own beats and Kanye beats underneath it. And he would have a rhyme for every single player that and coach that he introduced. <laughs> oh, man. I have to, I have to find this. Uh, yeah, uh, sucking those in between. It was absolutely amazing. I have to find this, Jeff. You are T minus one minute. T minus one minute. Okay. <laughs> so the All Star game itself was great. Uh, they had quarters for many charities. Uh, doesn't matter who won. Kids, kids got paid. And then Bulls fans, we got back to work on Thursday night against the Charlotte Hornets. It was a disgusting game because we're still injured. We lost this shit in blowout fashion. They made a run at it, but couldn't fucking take it back the game. And we lost to the Charlotte Hornets, who are one game worse than us. But Bulls were about to get healthy. Otto Porter's going to come back. Wendell's going to follow. Lowry's going to follow. Chris Dunn's probably out for the rest of the season, though. So that's what? 22 wins. That could be realistic, Eric. That's not good. That's not good. Is that the only what? game? That's We had one game? We had one game. It okay. was a long all-star break. We just got back to work on Thursday. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.